When they eat churches, they want to lay hand on somebody. Right. They want to speak in counterfeit tongues. Wow. They want to release demons. But how can you make America great again if you don't get on your face and repent? What's a just God supposed to do? If he does nothing, he is, in a sense, giving consent to the right. sin. When the government dictates what religion is, our morals will be stripped. Well, they're setting it up for you guys, the younger generation, to take the hit. They see a church that's on fire for God. That's the church that gets targeted. You're in a worship saying, praise Jesus. We are the army of God. We'll dare to discuss what most churches never will and strive always to speak the truth in love. This is David Hebner Live. Right. You got to speak the truth in love, okay? Somebody says, but I don't want to speak the truth. Sometimes it hurts people's feelings. Well, truth is love. So if you can't speak truth, you're not speaking love. Oh, you're talking about the mamsy-pamsy love, the gang of the feel-good. Folks, listen, you're a warrior. I'm a warrior. We were born to tell the truth. Jesus was born to tell the truth. That's what he did. We have truth on our side, speaking the truth. Spencer. Spencer, you there with me, buddy? Uh, I'm here, David. All right. Let's go to that article on uh, breakingchristiannews.com. That article, I have a right, I have a right to have a voice, says a seventh grade student. What? A seventh grade student, he fights back after school, told him to change his there are only two gender t-shirts? Oh, oh, this is a man who tells the truth. Folks, this is what we need for our uh, future generations, all right? Look at this. Liam Morrison was expecting a comment or two from his peers when he wore a t-shirt to Nicholas Middle High School that said there are only two genders. However, he says the response from his fellow classmates was overwhelmingly positive. Yay, everyone in my homeroom and everyone in my gym class had supported what I had done, he told Fox News. The reason that I wore it because, well, everyone else has a right to their opinion, and I, I, want, I want to be able to voice mine on a subject. Now, doesn't that make sense? I mean, you, you've got one side voicing their opinion. What, you mean Christians can't voice theirs? Oh, no, if Christians voice theirs, that's hate speech. You see the insanity of this? Do you see the, I even talk to people, and I'm going to call it left and right. I don't like left and right. There's only God's side and the dark side. But I got to use this for, for the analogy. But I'll talk to people that are on the left, they're liberal, and they'll look at me and go, David, I, I agree with what you're saying. So you do? They said, yeah, they said, if, if we, the left, if liberals, if we're out here yakking and saying this and have a right, shouldn't you guys have a right? Yeah, you see, but the media, by the time it filters through the media, because the media is so whacked out, they're not even liberal. They're, they're from another planet, all right? Anyway, he says, I definitely don't like that they have violated what is basically the first thing that the people who were in charge of America at the time uh, stated we were allowed to do the First Amendment. And nowadays, I feel like that's being taken away, which is why some people chose to speak up about it. It's, you know, look, I don't have to read the whole thing. Basically, the guy says, the seventh, seventh grade 
seventh grade. How old are you in the seventh grade? I don't know. What are you like, 12 or something? 11? Something like that. So he's taking a stand. He's wearing a T-shirt. This is what I believe. You know? So you got a problem with that? And that's what Christians need to do. You got a problem with that? That's why, folks, that's why I wear legalized Jesus T-shirt. And people go, what are you in China? I go, well, if you're in the United States, you're pretty close to it. China owns the United States. Truth. That's what we have to do. Truth. And then all these issues that I see in the news, all these people, all these uh, movements, starting with three letters like BLM, PTA. Yeah, I said PTA, the schools, because the demons have gotten into those too. The GOP, Republicans, the Democrats. Let's make America great again. You're on the right, you're on the left, you're a liberal, you're a conservative. What good is it to speak against sexual perversion? Against what they're doing to our babies if we are not addressing the core issue, folks? And this is what we're going to talk about tonight. The underlying issue. We do not fight against flesh and blood. Now listen to me. We do not, read my lips, we do not fight against flesh and blood. You are spirit. I am spirit. We fight. We battle things that you don't see. Not the natural. But yet these Christians want to battle things like non-Christians. But you see, we fight against principalities in high places. We fight against the dark side. This is not physical. It is spiritual. But it is real. It's more real than the natural, I got to tell you, because they control the natural. But what do we do here on David Heavener TV? We seek out, we search the things of the dark side, the truth, expose the dark side. We search out the generals of the dark side. We take them out. And what are the generals? Let me, let me just name a few of them. Because someone asked me, he said, David, what is your ministry about? I said, first of all, it's about telling the truth. That's number one. The truth. Well, everybody tells the truth. I said, you're out of your mind. Next. I said, let me tell you what. We take the generals out of the dark side. The generals? Yes. Satan has an army. When you take the... Look, when you're fighting a battle, they'll tell you if you can get the generals, get the higher-ups... Then the little guys run around confused. We go after the generals, and what are they? SRA, satanic ritual abuse. Program multiples, astral projection, new age, masons, one world religion, the new world order, covens, witchcraft, which is what we're going to talk about tonight. It's a dangerous business you and I have. We don't do it because... We choose it. We do it because we must. We were created to do it. God commissioned you. He commissioned I. We don't do it because we're qualified. We do it because we're anointed. We're blessed. We've been commissioned. We don't do it through any power of our own. It's from the power of the living God. Greater is he who's in me than who's, he's in the world. Folks, I'm tired of playing church. I'm tired of, I don't even want to look at church. 
I went to a friend of mine's house, I love her to death, but she had church on all day long on television. All these speakers, nothing wrong with some of them. Nothing wrong with some of them, but you got to wade through all of the garbage before you ever get to any of the gems. We're the Navy SEALs, we're the Green Berets, we're the recons, you and I. We take the hits. We show the, the battle scars. You say, David, I'm hurting. I know you are. We pray for you. This is your family. I'm hurting too. But the reason you're hurting is not because the world is, is uh, doing you wrong. It's because Satan has an agenda and he's trying to take you out. He's trying to take me out. And yes, we're censored, we're persecuted, but I'll tell you this, we are blessed beyond belief and we are God's warriors. We don't do it because we want to. Like I said, we do it because we have to. We don't have social events at church. We don't have Lent. We don't count beads. We don't hail Mary. We tell the truth according to what Scripture says. People come here because they want a family. You're my family. I'm your family. And by the way, we don't need mass amounts of people, folks. We're two or more gathered in his name. There is God. We thank you, Lord, for being here tonight. Because it's you and I, and it's God. I don't normally say this, but I'm going to. If you're visiting with us for the first time, welcome. I love you guys. Appreciate it. And I never say this, but I'm going to say it. If you see that button there, you can hit subscribe and that little ding-dong thing, whatever they call it, notification, hit it. And why am I saying that? Because God spoke to me, he said, David, he says, now to call my people out, it's now to let them know. Because when you release something, David, that I've told you to release, there's been a shadow ban going on. And this is what happens when the truth is exposed. The closer you get to the truth, the less people's around you. We're going to talk about, before I bring my guests on, we're going to be talking about covens in the church. Now, you guys know I do go to church sometimes when someone asks me. I don't normally go. And usually it's some big Six Flags over Jesus church. And it's usually a friend of mine that really doesn't get it. They don't know. And I don't try to, you know, and even though they listen to the show, they listen to the gathering, they, it just ding, ding, ding. They just still don't get it. So God says, leave them alone. I'll deal with them in my time. So I go. I go to these Six Flags churches every once in a while. And I'm telling you, right when I get into the parking lot, it starts with the parking lot attendants. Not so much, because a lot of them are cops and firefighters, and, and, and they're not usually taken over every once in a while. But, buddy, when I get to that door, those greeters, the demons, they plant those minions at the doors. Those greeters are usually demons, okay? And then you get to the people that are seating you in the seats, the ushers, more demons. It goes all the way from there to the music uh, uh, minister, uh, the, the music musicians, all the way into the pastor runs full circle. All right. Now, I'm not saying every pastor is taken over, but every pastor is influenced by these demons in the church. And here's how it works. First of all, these it's covens. Now, if you know what coven is, usually 13, but it can be any amount. It's a group of people whose mission is 
It's satanic ritual abuse whose mission is to torture someone, usually a young person, because it's easier to influence split personalities, and they do it for a reason, for a purpose, to give them a mission. These are called covens. These covens have a map, and I'm going to use the United States as an example. They have a map of churches in the United States that they want to target, a legit, a real map. They will target this church. They'll first summon demons against the church. They'll keep an eye on it. They'll see, they'll see if it's working. And I'll tell you in a minute the signs to tell if a, if a church is taken over by demons. But they'll see if it's working. Then they'll send in one of someone they have programmed, a, usually a program multiple that's programmed to go in there and take down the pastor to cause chaos. It's usually a Jezebel spirit, a spirit of chaos, a spirit of division. Sometimes they'll even have a spirit of sexuality. That's what happened back in the 70s, if you guys remember. Some of these big uh, Christian networks, were, uh, a couple of the guys were taken down. These were plants. They planted them. So these covens send program multiples into the church until they can take out the pastor. Usually a church split is the ultimate. They love that because the, 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 when you see a church split, that's usually a definite sign of demonic influence within a church. Even had it to where they'll give the pastor a gift. The gift will be cursed. And the pastor is dumb enough to take it. Because the pastor doesn't know. Just be careful when you walk into these churches and they give you things. Do not take these things home with you. Be careful when you go into these churches and you're listening to their music. Because most of this music, though they sing about God and they sing about I'll fly away and Jesus, you're my best friend, whatever it is they're singing, most of it is demonic. I come from Nashville, Tennessee. I was a songwriter. I wrote many hit songs. I don't know the Christian music industry that well, but I know the publishing end. I know the songwriting. Folks, it's all about money. These, these songs you listen to, big bucks. They have publishers. They hire writers to sit and write a song that sounds like another song. And I know some of these writers. And some of these writers are from the pits of hell. So people get in there and they wave their hands and I'm singing this song. All they're doing is worshiping Satan and they don't even know it. David, those are bold words. Yes, they are. Because I've had it. I'm tired. I, I am so, after watching my friend's television and seeing, you know, uh, TV shows uh, with these preachers with, you know, 20 and 30 and 40,000 people worshiping an apostate pastor and waving their hands and going back. And, and I, 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 I'm done with that because they are indoctrinating people from all over the world. Don't you care about what you listen to? Don't you care about what you sing? Don't you discern that? Don't you investigate it? Or you just sing anything? This is why I do hymns on Sunday morning. Because I pray about them. I read the words. I see who wrote them many years ago. They stood the test of time. Not every hymn, but most of them. And I don't do the current ones. Because folks, most of them are demonic when you sing them, you will, that's why people, that's why God's people are sick. 
They're singing these demonic songs. They're going to these demonic churches. They're taking these demonic gifts home with them, putting them in their house. And then you want to know why you have cancer. I feel bad for the kids. The kids are suffering. You know, my son, he's 16, says, Dad, I don't want anything to do with that stuff. He looks at television and goes, you kidding me? Most young people, they don't want anything to do with these preachers on TV and these six flags over Jesus churches. And good for them. They're fed up. They're done with it. Good. I hope they close it. I hope when those young kids get older, they're going to go, hey, shut those churches down. All right. Enough said. I'm going to Are demons in church? Somebody said to me, David, prove to me demons are in church. I'm glad you asked. Let's look at Luke 4, 31 through 37. Luke 4, 31 through 37. Then Jesus went to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and taught there in the synagogue every Sabbath day. There, too, the people were amazed at his teaching, for he spoke with authority. Once he was in the synagogue, a man possessed by a demon, an evil spirit, cried out, shouting, Go away! Why are you interfering with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Why are you interfering? Do you hear that? Why would he say that unless he was doing something? You can't interfere with a demon unless they are doing something. Jesus interfered, just like you interfere. You go into one of those six flags or any church apostate. There's demons in them. You walk in. I'm, I'm not telling you to walk in. That's a ministry. I'm not going to tell you to do it. But you're stopping demons dead in their tracks. They tremble. So don't tell me a demon's not in church. Anywhere you go. As a child of God, you confront a demon, even if you don't know it, they, they, they should tremble. Because these things shall follow, what? Them that believe. They will heal the sick, cast out demons, preach the truth, and raise the dead. All right, I'm going to bring on my guest, uh, Brother Robert. Uh, Robert, you there with me, buddy? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> Good to have you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Robert, your ministry, you focus on demonic warfare, but specifically lately, you focus on witchcraft. Um, these, these, this witchcraft, I want you to give me a definition. Give us a definition of witchcraft before we get started. Well, let me, let me tell you, um, with the, the deliverance ministry, it definitely operates in the spiritual, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the demons are the ones that you're going to face first. When you go to the next level, the witches, warlocks, are going to be the next level that you are going to be facing. And that's where the battle starts getting raging. Because these entities are just like us. They're human beings. And witchcraft is so strong because... You cannot come against a witch or a warlock the same way that you can come against a demon. A, demon's, a demon will be subjected to you in the name of Jesus. But a human being, you can tell them, I bind you in the name of Jesus. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. And nothing will happen. Why? Well, just try to do that with your neighbor. He's a human being. He'll start laughing at you. And that's exactly what happens with, with uh, witches and warlocks. They're just human beings like us. 
and we have been given so much authority. See, people don't realize how much authority a human being God has given us, his sons, in our words, in our belief, in the way we move, in the way we, be, we believe. So that's the difference between confronting a demon and, and a witch that moves in witchcraft. And of course, there's different levels of, of witchcraft. You know, there's, you know, the ones that are that you see in TikTok playing their tarot cards. You know, most of those people are just people that are trying to make a buck. Yeah, they're just playing. They're 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 playing games. But let, let me go back. So are, are you're saying that in the demonic realm, which is the level one for sake of the conversation, it's spiritual. But then you move up another level, and you're saying it's physical. But but correct me if I'm wrong. They may they are physical, but they are occupied by the dark side. They are occupied by demons. They're just they have a different assignment, right? You know, in order for you to move into witchcraft, you have to be possessed by whatever uh, principality that you are working for. They okay. actually do a ritual and you are going to sign contracts in the spirit realm and us in the physical with your own blood, allowing him, giving him free access to you. Mm. And they will move through you, in you, and those are the ones that are going to give you the power, the authority. That's how Satan empowers all the witches and warlocks. And they're powerful. Yeah. Now I talked about covens. Uh, these these witches, these witches are in covens, right? Correct. All yeah. Right. There, there's so many different covens and so many different yeah. levels of witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. Now you had mentioned, and this is a pretty bold statement, almost every Christian is occupied by demons do you mean they're occupied by demons or they're in other or, or they're affected by witchcraft well both you know uh it, it, it's i know that it's very hard for a christian to believe that that they will be inhabited by another spirit because the church has told us that uh you know light and darkness cannot abide together and that's mm -hmm. that's the word of god mm -hmm. it, but what what people don't understand is how you are created you are created body, spirit, and soul. And when you are born again, a born again Christian, the Holy Ghost comes and dwells in your spirit, man. But your body and your soul is still occupied by, you know, whatever things you dabble into before mm -hmm. coming to Christ, or even generational demons that come in down your line. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and 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 that's why there's so much misconception. People talk to me: is he a, is he possessed or oppressed? And I say, why are you talking semantics? Uh, you, some you're you're occupied. Forget about the the possessed or or you know. Um, so now I want to go to you because you were attacked by witchcraft, and 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 I want to be specific on this. You were attacked by witchcraft. You had pain in your legs suddenly to the point you were in bed for weeks. Uh, Robert, what did you discover? Why were you have in such pain and why were you, were you laid up for, for such a long time? Uh, you know, this is um, kind of a long question. Um, if you allow me just to, I wanna go back just a little bit, you know, when you said, can a person be occupied by a spirit or by a demon or even a witch can occupy your spirit? Mm -hmm. Even a witch can be linked 
to you and manipulate you just as a demon. But answering your question, um, when I started um, understanding this, it was through this, seeing the witches were in people. God started me moving me into from the demons to the witches. And I started finding witches everywhere. And every person, we do deliverance. Uh, we have a slowdown right now. But for, uh, for a period of two years, it was almost every day, three, four, five, six people a day. And that's how we realized that even witches occupied a person. God started moving me and teaching me about witchcraft. Um, when you move into that level, you are definitely going to confront the witches and warlocks. They don't like for you to expose them. They don't like for you to, to expose witchcraft in general. So what they do, they're going to start working as spells against you, sacrifices. And that's what I got attacked. That was the, you know, the latest attack myself personally, because my wife gets also attacked. But uh, about a year ago, you know, all of a sudden, I started getting a pain from my back all the way down to my foot. It, it got so severe that I couldn't walk. It, I, I, I cried, literally cried to move from place to place around the house. And, and you know, of course, you, you got to know how to, if you are moving in the spiritual realm, you have to know how to fight, which that's what we call a spiritual warfare. I don't call it prayers. I call it a spiritual warfare because you literally go in the spirit and come against the demons or witches that are doing rituals, that are doing uh, altars against you, and you go and destroy them. So through this experience, we already had, that was not the first time, that was the latest. So we already knew how to come against them. So we pray day and night. Okay, what were they doing, Robert? What 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 how, what were they doing to cause pain in your leg? Uh, the Lord revealed to us. We had a group of uh, warriors that was coming every day, and and were with us, getting in the spirit, coming against all the witches and warlocks, against right. demons, against principalities, against governors, against spirituals in the in the air, just like Paul tells us, and that's real. That's that that is true, and. The Lord revealed it and revealed to my wife uh, that uh, she was able to see the, the sacrifice that it had been done with a dog. And they had stopped the dog on a leg and sew it back together alive. And of course, what they do for whoever, for people that doesn't know how witchcraft works, what they do, they will bring this animal, whatever animal they use. It could be a goat. It could be um a dog, it could be a pig, it could be a chicken, and they put it inside the, the five star in the circle. They bring candles. That's black witchcraft. That's what it is. And, okay. and, 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 and they do a ritual. They start summoning demons, summoning demons. They name that animal or whatever, you know, whoever is doing their ritual, they will put that animal's name and they will name it as the person that they want the witchcraft to go to so in the spiritual realm what they're doing they're pulling your spirit to bring it into that dog so that you can feel the pain okay so they had a dog they actually dismembered it took off its leg while it was alive and they put the leg back on and it remained alive 
And because they summon your spirit into that dog, you are feeling the pain. Uh, that dog was rep representation of you replicating you, correct? Yes. And I tell you, it was hard. It, it, you know, I cried. But mm -hmm. when God revealed that, we were able to come in the spirit. See, we don't understand the power and authority that we have. When you start learning who you are and the power and authority that you have in your word, you can just go to that place. Just like Paul said to the Colossians, I am uh -huh. not you present in my body, but in the spirit, I am with you. That's exactly yeah. what I do when I'm doing warfare. I go to the place. Uh -huh. I pray and I broke, we broke that, that uh, sacrifice that had been done. We released that animal and released my spirit. And immediately that night I was able to walk. I was still in pain, but it was not nearly to what it had been for the last couple of weeks. Wow. Robert, I need to ask you, cause I think other people might be asking you this same question. Um, for instance, all, all overnight I woke up and I had cataracts overnight. It was, by the way, since I've been doing this for the past years, I've had more physical, I've never had any physical problems. I've had more attacks on my body because I'm pretty healthy, but, but supernatural stuff. So, so these overnight, I had foggy lenses overnight. Overnight, I had gut problems. I mean, unexplainable. Could it be, and I'm asking this question, could a witch have been performing something on an animal somewhere that would have affected their eyes and done the same thing to me they were doing to you. Do you think, I mean, possibly my problem was the same as yours? It's very possible. And, and, and you know, they have different ways to do witchcraft. It doesn't necessarily have to be that they have uh, an animal. They could be just praying against you. Mm -hmm. yeah, cursing yeah. your eyes, cursing yeah. your body, cursing your stomach. And mm -hmm. there is power in the word. Satan knows that. That's why he uses human beings in his behalf. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When we come back, I want to ask you about how do we identify a curse? Uh, first of all, many people are cursed and don't even know it. I talk about that. When we come back, I'm going to ask Robert, how do we identify a curse? Robert, you stay with me. We'll be right back, buddy. You're on. Everybody, David here. We're talking about witchcraft tonight, another level, okay? And I want you to stick around with me because in about 10 minutes, we're going underground. You can only catch us at Roku, Amazon, DavidHeavener.tv. I'm going to have my guest, Robert, we're going to dissect this thing. I have my wife on with me. Shanita, you there? I'm here. Okay, you went to church all your life. You grew up in the church. When I met you, you lived in a church almost. It was like uh, <laughs> regularly. I had to go to church on Sunday or I was going to die. Uh, Wednesday, uh, your father's a well, pastor. And Easter sunrise. Don't forget Easter. Easter. Christmas. And I love your dad and mom. They're the greatest people in the world. Yes, they just are. You love some the best yeah. upbringing. Absolutely. Just because you love somebody doesn't mean things are always kosher. Now, in your family, did you deal with suicide? Uh, it, it, I'm going to call it the witchcraft of suicide. Did you have any of that in your family? Not in my immediate, but extended, yes. Okay. All right. What about religion? Definitely. Yeah. What about fear? Afraid what somebody else is going to think or say? Yeah. Yeah. Conforming to man's approval. Right. 
Well, don't you think that's part of religion? You know, religion has conditioned us mm -hmm. to conform, to worry about what other people are going to say, to do things that, you know, we don't necessarily agree with, but we think we need to, right? So that's that all this. Okay, now I'm going to talk about my family for a second. First of all, the witchcraft of addiction, uh, of alcohol, the witchcraft of suicide. We have had suicides in my family. All right. The witchcraft of depression, anxiety. So, folks, I'm sharing this with you so that you understand we are not perfect. We love you all no matter what you're going through. We're a family. We stick to these things together. We all have demons that attack us, our family, but we are more than conquerors. We overcome. We, hey, by the way, you're a winner. All right. So, Shanita, what's, uh, we got some speaking of winners. Give me a praise report tonight. Well, we're welcoming Anya from Netherlands and Sharon from Thailand. And Marjorie says, I love it when we gather together. I'm so glad I caught the service today. It gets so busy where I'm working. And Anya says, thank you, Lord, for connecting me with my grandson. And we've been praying for Brent sharing the gospel, and he's been able to share with neighbors, and one of them wanted to hear more. So we're really thankful for the way God's at work. And one of our viewers is celebrating a weight loss. So praise God for that. Praise God. And uh, we've been praying for our viewer's great-grandson, Silas. And he has had an improvement in his kidney function. Praise the Lord for that. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. How old is he? Young kid, it sounds like, right? Um, great-grandson. So I don't know. Could be yeah. young. Yeah. I bet. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. What kind of prayer requests do we have? We are praying for Michael, Penny, Caleb, Kay's family, Wendy, Santino, Terry's daughter, Eva, and Phil, her husband, Greg, for Jill, for Michelle, for Bobby, Chris, and Caitlin, and we have some prayer requests from our Friday night get-together in person. And then we're also praying for Janine's mom, for Brenda's brother, for Tara's boys, for Gloria, for Ronald. And then we have a testimony from Gloria saying, God is moving me to not wait and to be yoked with the same spirit to be able to grow. And Melanie shares her testimony that we were talking yesterday during Sunday service about the weather. And she says, I go outside and command the storms to be still. I'm not afraid. The name above all names is Jesus. Praise God. You know what makes me so excited is we've been talking about the power of God and how we have the power to overcome the enemy. And we're getting all these testimonies of people that have gone out and commanded the wind to stop cast out demons, commanded the, the demon of cancer to go. I mean, right. Shanita, people, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm seeing a new level of, uh, of boldness of God's Absolutely. people. I'm mm -hmm. so excited. I'm so excited. Folks, if we could multiply what we're doing times 100, we could have such an impact. You know, forget about all these apostate churches. We're going we're gonna to move that mountain. And because of you, we're able to do it because of your prayers, okay? 
and also because of your financial support. Um, and by the way, if you do would like to uh, support us financially, just go to davidhebner.tv forward slash give. I know many of you have, or you can call uh, 844-806-0006. But gather your friends here. We're going to pray. We're going to praise God. We're going to pray for each other, okay? Uh, thank you, Shanita. I love you, and I'll see you underground in about oh, about five minutes. I love you, and thank you for an amazing, refreshing weekend. I just want to do a shout-out to our hosts. They really made it a restorable yeah restorative time for us. They sure did. Appreciate the hospitality. Sure did. Okay, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Each and every name Shanita mentioned that rolled off her tongue, and names that weren't mentioned, but people either were too late or people uh, were too afraid or for some reason they hesitated. God, you know who has needs. And right now we come before your altar. We bow humbly. We repent. We ask forgiveness for our sins. We come clean. Therefore, we can be righteous with you. Now, Father, I'm asking for a healing amongst the gathering. There's a lady that's been diagnosed with cancer. I'm commanding a healing in Jesus' name. A man that has prostate issues, commanding a healing in Jesus' name. There's someone out there with really bad arthritis, commanding a healing in Jesus' name. There's a child that's having issues. I don't know if it's mental, emotional, but it has something to do with, uh, with anxiety. Right now, we're commanding that demon in Jesus' name. Demon, you have no right to that child. You have no right to any of God's children. You are not hereby cast out. Back to hell, you will not come back. Praying for all of God's children, the children that are caught up in human trafficking, the runaways, the ones that are being abused right now, God, you're putting a hedge of protection around your children. We're believing these prayers are going to change the minds of a mother who's contemplating giving up her baby. Right now, things are changing. This baby will live, and we thank you, and we praise you for that. In Jesus' name. Yes, sir, I'm here. Man, the stuff you were talking about, witchcraft, it's blowing my mind. I'm telling you, I got so many things to ask you when we go underground details about devils are on demons are on one level the next level is witchcraft i want to know how what that looks like we're going to talk about how we fight it how we overcome it and we're going to talk about and i'm going to ask you about how do we identify it we can't overcome anything we can't identify all right, right. um so but before we go i want to let people know friday night here in Jeffersonville, Indiana, we have a gathering. I speak at it. Robert speaks at it. But we have a get-together. If you're interested, I want you to send an email to admin at davidhevener.tv. We'll give you the address, how to get here. Robert, you have a, uh, uh, a website or a way they can get in contact with you. New Dimension Disciples. We also have a YouTube channel with some teachings and this spiritual warfare, witchcraft demons um new dimension disciples and youtube and facebook we also do deliverance one-on-ones so if you are okay. interested in going through deliverance you can go and check out the, the page and there's a calendar there that you can book that deliverance all right good we're going to talk about that more so you hang with us and we'll be right back we're going underground well with my guest brother robert talking about witchcraft so just remember, you never really lived till you found someone worth dying for, but don't you go away.
We'll be right back, but you can only catch us on davidhevener.tv. Go sign up now. I love you guys. Hey, everybody. David Hevener here. So good to be with you. God bless you guys. Um, we're talking about a new level, a new level of demonic warfare. It's called witchcraft. Yeah? Witchcraft? That sounds like Halloween to me, David. Oh, isn't that, uh, isn't that the uh, Wizard of Oz? You know, the, the white witch and the, and, the, and the black witch? Oh, yeah, that's what the devil does. That's what, that's what the dark side does. They, they turn it into a cartoon. But, folks, let me tell you how serious this is. People are dying every day. This is why God's people are sick. Because they don't have the knowledge. They think it's some cartoon. They think it's a Halloween. And let me tell you something. Halloween's dangerous. But I'm, now I'm going to talk about the real danger, the danger of not knowing, not understanding. And that's why I have my guests with me. We're talking about a new level of demonic warfare activity. It's called witchcraft. Robert, you there with me, buddy? Yes, sir. So how does a person, because we talked about how witches come against people. You had a pain in your leg. You found out that they took a dog. They dismembered the leg on the dog. Uh, and you that because that dog was connected to you and you felt the pain uh, you said they commanded your spirit in, into them i'm gonna ask you about that in a minute but before i do i want to ask you are there people walking around christians that have a curse on them and they don't even know it the let me go back a little bit uh you you played a clip of um What's his name, brother um, Russ? Mm -hmm. And he said, um, "You can have witchcraft, not even know it." And we see these in in churches all the time. Uh, pastors, if you check the the percentage of pastors dying of strokes, um, it's very high. Why strokes? Uh, that's a sign of witchcraft. Stroke uh, is a sign of witchcraft. Uh, not in all cases, but yes, I'm talking about pastors. Okay. Uh, people that are walking in, in this level of a spiritual warfare. Okay. But they don't know. See, and, and this is why it's so dangerous to, you know, I see a lot of people now in, 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 in the web calling themselves apostles, uh, naming themselves uh, prophets. And see, because you dabble into, you know, you play the tarot cards or, or you play the Ouija board, you're not a witch, okay? You got loaded with demons, but you're not a witch. And the problem is that, that just because they want to be famous, they go themselves and I was a witch, I practiced witchcraft. What they don't understand is that when you are going into that level of naming yourself a witchcraft and naming yourself, you are putting yourself in a spiritual warfare that you are not prepared, that you were not called to be. If mm. God did not name you a prophet, uh, a pastor, uh, you know, an evangelist, whatever you, you are or you want to be, you know, it's very dangerous for you just to put, put yourself in that position because in that position, that's going to be the level of a spiritual warfare. And this is what we see in church. 
Mm. There's a lot of witchcraft in, in church and people are not aware because we are not taught in church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody you... knows. There's witches in church. Yeah. Robert, I want to clarify something. I asked you, do, do a lot of people walk around with a curse and don't even know it? Are you saying that that there are pastors that shouldn't even be in the pulpit? They weren't appointed to be pastors, but because their ego or they wanted to, they, they were put in a place where where the demons took them out. There was witchcraft put upon them. Uh, is that kind of what you're saying? It, that, that happens a lot because okay. now they, they're in a level, they're in a spiritual welfare that they were not called to be. Ah, they're not okay. protected to be. Right, right. So when you are someplace you're not supposed to be, you're susceptible to a curse. And chances are you have one. Um, you don't have a covering. You don't have a covering. Yeah, exactly. Now, because I tell, I, I love his accent. Uh, uh, Spencer, I think I'm getting I got other. Um, okay. Uh, so I tell people all the time. I say, don't move anywhere, thinking like you're going to a mountain and and you're going to plant vegetables and and well water and you're going to be saved if that's not where God wants you, because you won't have a covering. Don't go anywhere. You could be in a ghetto and be covered because that's where God wants you. Now, Robert, I want to ask you, how do we identify a curse? What are some of the uh, manifestations of a curse? You know, there is a, a curses of, of witchcraft that travel down the line. Uh, you know, most Christians don't even believe this. This is real. For example, my, my grandma was a, was a high rank in spiritism. And, you know, I was cursed since the womb. My line was cursed because that's what they do to gain power. They have to sell their, their bloodline to Satan mm. in order for them to be able to get more power, to get a more authority. So uh, curses come down your line. Whatever your, your, your line practices, the word of God says, that even that he will visit to the third and fourth generation. There's another verse that he will tell you up into the 10th generation. So whatever you, your generation was doing 10 generations back, a thousand years back, 800 years back, you don't know what they were doing. I know what my, my generations were doing. They were athletes. No. They were cursed. Yeah. They, they, they practiced witchcraft. Mm -hmm. That was their mm -hmm. main religion. Yeah, absolutely. And so... In most, in most uh, uh, um, uh, ancestral lines, there is a curse that has happened somewhere, and now it's up to us to break that, to break that curse. So let me go back real quick, because we only have a few minutes. I need to ask you two questions. One is, some of, what is some of the, give me like three manifestations of a curse, and then I'm going to ask you how we fight it, and we only have just a couple of minutes here. Uh, it, just a, a sign that you may be under witchcraft. Yeah. Uh, it, it, tor torment is very common. You are, uh, you are tormented, mentally tormented, often, every day. You've been doing it for years. You are a Christian. You go to church. You pray. You fast. But you're still tormented. That's a sign of witchcraft. Uh, a sign that your church may be under a spirit of, under a curse of witchcraft. Division, mm. gossiping, uh, the, the church comes against each other. There's no peace. That, that's a sign of witchcraft. Mm. 
now, with the, give me, how do we fight that? What's the number one thing people do that we start out with, with fighting? I'm talking specific, a new level of demonic activity, which is with witchcraft. How do we deal with it? Uh, you know, and as specific, I'll tell you the way I deal with it. With yeah. What I, you know, in the, in the spirit realm that we move. Um, I come against witchcraft knowing that the authority that I have, uh, I know how it works for the most part. I know that they build altars and I go and destroy those altars literally in the name of Jesus. I destroy voodoo dolls. I set them on fire. I remove my name from every voodoo doll. I remove my picture from any altar. I, re I cancel the curses, the prayers, the judgment that these witches have been doing against me in Jesus name. We have that authority. Do you do this? In the in in the in the natural, or is this all spiritual? I do this in the natural, but you are moving in the spirit. Your words have the power to go in the spirit and break all of this. Okay, gotcha. So you're you're operating in the spirit world, but it affects the natural, is what you're saying. Correct. Gotcha. Every, everything yeah. that we experience in the natural is a shadow of the spiritual. Right, right. Okay, real quick, I'm going to bring up one more thing. Whenever you're doing this, you must be projecting out somewhere. You've got to be projecting uh, your, your uh, out somewhere in the spirit. Are you telling me that you are actually projecting your spirit out uh, to the location where the witch, where the altar is, where the voodoo dolls are? That's called witchcraft. You don't go, you don't get your spirit out. Okay. But what you do, you go there when you are praying. You okay. go and destroy the altar verbally, but because you know that there is power on your word, it will be destroyed. That's right. Because uh, we were talking about astral projections. You got to be careful because people come and they astral out. We're not talking about that. You're talking right. about spiritually, you're speaking the words. You're coming against it spiritually, and those words manifest in the flesh and destroy the altars. Um, that's great. Robert, I'm gonna, I got a lot of people wanting to raise their hand and say a few words. Uh, Helva, who do we out, have out there that's first with their hand raised? We have Chris with her hand up. Hey, Chris. How are hey, you? I'm good. good, thanks. Hey, Robert, I have a question for you. Well, first of all, um, uh, I'm not going to get all into it because we don't have a lot of time, but I come from a long line of generational curses and I broke all of them in this, in the spirit with the Holy spirit. But there's one that, that still has uh, a plague over me, just one. And it's, um, and I prayed about it. I'm not sure how to deal with it. I've discussed it with, some of my sisters here too and they prayed over me but it's still plaguing me i still seem to get attacks with it and i'm not going to get into the details of it but i'm sure you're familiar with it it's called soul ties um soul ties and you know soul bonds and it's you know witchcraft and sometimes it seems like some of these these familiars that are assigned to you uh can you know, do a stronghold on your mind that I guess keeps you in bondage or you're, you know, you're keeping yourself in bondage or I don't know. What do you have to say about that? Deliverance. 
I don't know if you have gone through deliverance. See, uh, Ross also said this uh, in one of the clips. Uh, when you have been demonically oppressed, you're going to need somebody to pray over you. Now, Robert, can this be done uh, via phone, via uh, Zoom, or does it have to be in person? Uh, we do most of our uh, one-on-ones on, via Zoom. So um, Zoom, okay, gotcha. All we, right. we have power in the Word. Yeah, yeah. So, so the soul tide, um, Chris, uh, th this is, you're talking about your spirit has been tied to someone that you can't break free of. Yeah, is that somebody else did it? And you know, you know a little bit about my really weird history. So mm -hmm. from that, um, and my sisters have prayed over me and done deliverance. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that right now, but I'm, it still keeps coming back. So there's still a bit of a stronghold and it might be me, you know, mm -hmm. so just saying that. Mm -hmm. I, I think definitely we're talking witchcraft here because I, I do agree for the most part with Robert. We're talking a new level of demonic attacks and uh, maybe in chat we can talk about that a little bit more. I think that's. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, Chris. Um, okay, so Helva, who do we have next? Hi, David. Marjorie has her hand up next. Hey, Marjorie, you're on. Hi, David. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, I have a, a question. Um, well, I, ha I have something to say. I have a, a, a relative, an older person, and mm -hmm. um, she was telling me how to say a prayer, but it just... It just didn't feel right, but she's been doing this for many, many, many years. She's an older uh, uh, person in my family, and she was like, uh, "You gotta curse that. You gotta curse it at the root, and you gotta curse this at the root." And I was just like, "That don't sound right to me. Is that a form of witchcraft, or she's doing it unknowingly?" But I've never heard that in the Bible. She's, I think, she's using the reference of when Jesus uh, had went to the tree and it didn't bear fruit. So I'm thinking she's cross-referencing that, and she's saying that's why she uses it. But I want to know, because it's been bothering me since I was young, mm -hmm. is yeah. that a form of witchcraft? And then every now and then she's like, well, what sign? This is, uh, they, are, they are Capricorns. That's why they act like this. I said, Martha, that's, you know, that, that's witchcraft. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I want to know, yeah. is do we curse something mm -hmm. that's an illness or a sickness? I mm -hmm. Well, Robert, I'll let you um, say a word on that. But uh, before that, I, let me say something I think God laid on my heart. Mm. It, it is not necessarily witchcraft, depending on who the person is. If the person is a witch, it's witchcraft. Uh, witches okay. will do various things. Let me explain to you. I had a Jehovah's Witness, and they operate, by the way, in a lot of cult religions. And most religion, well, all religion is cult. Mm. Uh, but I had a Jehovah's Witness come by. Uh, over and over again and wanting me to speak in tongues. Now, I didn't even know Jehovah's Witness spoke in tongues, and maybe they don't. But this guy would show up at my door when I was younger and try to get me. And when someone tells you to speak in tongues by opening your mouth and making an ah sound, an ah sound, mm -hmm. never, ever do that. That yeah. is a very dangerous zone for mm. talking. Uh, you can allow a lot of things to come in. So when someone says, say a prayer this way, do something this way, it's best to run the opposite direction, depending on where the person's come from. Some people are just, they're just blind and they're just ignorant. But some people have an evil agenda. 
What say you, Robert? On this? I think she's and she's older and she's stubborn. And she's been praying this way, like we curse it at the root, we curse it at the tap, and send yeah. it to the pits. You know things like that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like to me she just, uh, you know, mm. she's very uh, tena tenacious. She she has a lot of uh, you know, a lot of uh, zeal. Mm. But uh, uh, Robert, do you have anything to say on that? Well, instead of cursing it, I will cast it out. Why? Curse that it? sounds right. I thought cast so. It out. Okay. Just cast it out. Makes That's sense good. to me, right? I'm like, I don't think we should, yeah, like, don't. you can't. Uh, Witches do curses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well. People are God. Uh, yeah, it's, so that's the other part of it. You know, if you ask Robert his, his, his opinion, he'll just tell you, do you have deliverance? Cast it out. Get rid of it. Um, right. What, I'm what I was trying to say real quick, and then uh, we'll take the next uh, hand raise, is when people come to you like that, and I know what she was trying to do, and I know you had an issue, be very careful about the people that come and tell you you have to do things a certain way because this is how they actually implant uh, uh, um, uh, demonics, demons inside of people. This is how they actually curse, uh, plant their curses. So, uh, Marjorie, I hope I hope you, we're praying for you. I'm sure you'll be fine. Yes, I believe so. All right, God bless you. <laughs> Thank All you. All right, you're welcome. Who do we have next? Hi, we got Julianne next. Hey, Julianne from Australia. Are you there? Julianne, unmute, please. Pardon. All right, uh, Julianne. We, uh, okay, yes. let's. Is Julianne there? Yes, I am. Oh, Can you hear me? I, yes, Julianne. We just have uh, just a few minutes here. How are you? Okay, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Thank you. It's very cold out here at the moment, but oh no, I'll go out and rebuke it off in a minute. I just uh, want to say, deliverance is so easy when you get well, as long as you know who you are in. Christ. Don't try to otherwise or it should get your butt kicked. Um, and always, 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 we've got to say when we cast the devil out, we put the Holy Spirit back in because they'll get seven worse ones otherwise. Mm. For every mm. demon you cast out, this is, I've seen it happen and it's so horrendous. It's so tragic. And whilst I agree with deliverance, as you know, that's my field. Mm -hmm. that I work in, it's, you've got to put the Holy Spirit back in. When you chuck it out, it's got to be filled, the mm. whole. Mm. Okay, so that's a good point. When when a demon is cast out, Holy Spirit needs to step in. Uh, yeah. Good good, good point, Julianne. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you in Australia, praying for you. Helva, who do we have next? Uh, there's no one with the hand up right now. Okay. Okay. I want to mention something uh, and ask a question to you guys and to Robert. Can a person be filled with a demon and the Holy Spirit at the same time? Yes or no? Robert, I'll let you go first. And if you guys have an opinion, I want you to raise your hand. Can a person be filled with a demon and a Holy Spirit in conjunction? Well, that's very simple. Um, <clears throat> Do you, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You are born again Christian. I'm sure all of us here. Mm -hmm. uh, are you still tormented? Mm -hmm. are, do you still get rage? Do you mm -hmm. still have perverted thoughts? Mm -hmm. Perverted mm -hmm. So if the Holy Ghost is there, something else is there too. Yep. 
Yep. So, so that that that's a that's a great answer. So, our our when we uh, accept Christ and come as little children, we become a child of God. The Holy Spirit indwells in us in in our spirit. Our spirit communes. However, we still have a like you said. We still have a body. We have a mind, and we have a soul. There's a lot of emotion going on there. This is where the demons come in and attack. So, Robert. Correct me if I'm wrong. We can be healed, filled the spirit with the Holy Spirit, but our body, soul, and mind can be occupied by a demon. That's how it works. Yep, absolutely. And this is why people don't understand. They go, well, no, you're a Christian. You can't be possessed. And when I say possessed, I'm saying, no, you're taken over, meaning you, know, you can't control it because you keep going for, those, for that booze and you keep going for that sex and you keep going for those chocolate donuts. Did I, did I say chocolate donuts? It, you know what? Uh, before I, 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 Sunshine raised her hand, but hang on, Sunshine. Uh, addiction. Can addiction be witchcraft? Yeah, that's one of the things that they send. They want you to be addicted to something to get you off your purpose. Yes, yes. Can food be part of that addiction? We talk about drugs and alcohol. Can food... Can they, because I know they love food, witches do, because it's so accessible. They promote it on television, right? They can, they can send you witchcraft through food, through drinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had to go clean things out because I was sick. Um, I walk on certain areas, they're portals, and I can't stay there very long. Uh, it just makes me ill. I, 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 I can't handle it. Um, okay, Helva, we had, I think, Sunshine raised her hand, right? I did. Yeah. And then Julianne after Sunshine. Uh, okay, Sunshine. Okay, what, what I want to comment on is what you were, what you and he, the gentleman that's here just said, and it's the whole difference between body, soul, and spirit, because when we're born now, we're, we're born body and soul, that's our humanity. And then when we get born again, we get born again in God's spirit, which is incorruptible seed, and mm -hmm. it cannot be corrupted. But wherein that spirit is with us always till the day that we leave this earth and take our last breath, which is our nephesh chi, it's our soul life. When that's gone, we're physically gone. We took our last breath, our body corrupts, but our spirit is that which it goes back to God. It's always with us from the time that we're born again. God gave right. it to us. It doesn't take it back and it goes in and out. No, it's always there. But the, the devil spirit that possesses people, it's in the mind. And that's why when you ask, can both be at the same time? They can, but the spirit won't leave. That's the, that's the only thing that I wanted to add to your explanation of body, soul, and spirit, which was so amazing, David. That was spot on. And uh, I don't hear that that taught very well. And then the, the gentleman that you have there, Robert, I think Robert. his name is. Mm -hmm. you, guys, you guys explain body, soul, and spirit better than I've heard anybody explain it in a very long time, except my husband, Greg, who is majorly particular, as David well knows. But yeah. um, that was very, very good. I just wanted to remind you that God gave you a spiritual gift. It's his spirit. His spirit doesn't leave because the devil's spirit wants to mess you up and confuse you. God's spirit yeah. is there. That's what oh. I wanted to say. Thank yeah. you, Sunshine. Appreciate it. You're Thank welcome. you so much. Um, Helva, who do we have that's next? 
Julianne is the only one with her hand up okay. right now. All right, Julianne, we got a, just a few seconds here, go. I just wanted to say when people are astraling in uh -huh. um, or doing anything like that, being humans, you can't rebuke them, as Robert said, but what you can do is threaten to break that silver cord. And I just grab them and I say, see this? It's going and they run. They just thorn. Mm. So, yep. Wow. And darkness mm. cannot exist where light is. Think about it. Yeah. Well, they don't call Australia down under for nothing. Down under. There's a lot of demons there. Um, okay. <laughs> thank you, Julianne. God bless you. I tell you what, she, uh, every time I talk to Julianne, it just gets worse in Australia. I used to want to go there when I was a kid. Now that's the last place I ever want to go. Um, I want to talk about portals. We've just got a few minutes here. Um, <clears throat> Robert and you guys out there, if you want to raise your hand, I'd love to have somebody raise their hand that hasn't been on before. That'd be awesome. Portals witchcraft witches do they respect portals okay i talk about demonic portals is there such thing as portals of witchcraft robert oh portals um i don't know if people are actually know what portals are you know portals and doors are two different things portals uh, and what and doors doors yeah. Doors. yeah 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 uh, are two different things Portals are opened by a witch or a demon. The a, a portal, a person, a Christian cannot open a portal. Uh, right. Portals are opened by by witchcraft, either through a demon or through a um a witch, and that's the access that they have to go. Even if you have not opened a door, they will open a portal. And they will come in your house. That's how they ask to project through a portal, or mm -hmm. either even in uh, you, they can open a portal in a body or a soul that they can be sending demons to you. They can open a portal in a dream. Yeah, a, a, a portal. Yes, yeah. Very very good explanation between a portal and a door. Um, now, a, a, a person can open a door, but they can't open a portal, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. And the door, give me an example of someone opening a door. Uh, in church? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, by lasting after somebody, after the pastor. Uh -huh. Getting raged after your wife, after your husband. You open a door. That's why the word of God says, don't let your anger go down on you. Says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. why uh, that's why Jesus Christ told the, the, the man that he set free. Mm -hmm. Go and sin no more because, because of through sin, you open doors. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it's the practice. Right. And those doors can activate the portal. Uh, no, uh, doors and portals are two different things. Doors and portals are totally two different things. A door can can just be opened by the person through sin. Um, it, what what the the witch and warlock will do? They will send demons for you to open the door. 
but a portal can just be opened by a demon or a witch through witchcraft. Okay. Okay. So, so l let me draw an analogy here. Someone uh, starts uh, 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 snorting cocaine. Okay. They start taking drugs. They've opened the door for this addiction. Now that you're in this addiction, Robert, correct me if I'm wrong, that can, I'm not saying that activates a portal, but then the witches, the demons can, can create the portal to the person, right? Person's on drugs. It, 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 I, I see what you're, uh, I think it's um, a, a little bit confusing because people think that when you get into a, a drug high, you you are tapping into a, a, another dimension which you are but it's because you, not through a portal it's because you open a door in the spirit realm that you are being taken to whatever uh, your spirit realm you are moving in the spirit in the darkness uh, a portal uh, uh, if you if there is doors open there's no reason for a, a, a witch or warlock to open a, a portal in you or or a church if okay. there's open doors so in a church there would be no reason for a witch, a warlock, to, op to open a portal. <laughs> the purpose of a portal is for them to be able to send demons. But when to you access you. Door, to access you. To access. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I think, and I know what you're talking about. I do agree, but I think we're talking semantics. What I meant was when someone is, is on drugs, and I'm using this as an example because we have people that are fighting addictions right now. Uh, they've opened the door to all these demons, but but then demons, uh, uh, the portal is is a way witchcraft, witches can reach a person and they'll just keep hammering on a person. You know, all of a sudden there's a portal that's created even to the point where there becomes a space that's occupied by these portals. They become, it becomes, the space becomes a portal. I, when I walk into a uh, uh, oh, I've got, we've only had 30 seconds here. Uh, Robert, listen, before I go, I need to have you tell people how they can get in touch with you. Uh, and then if we have a few seconds, I want to come back around to the portal thing. But can you give your uh, contact information or a way people can get in contact with you? New Dimensions Disciples, YouTube and Facebook. There's a calendar there that you can just go and book a, a deliverance. Okay. And will you stay with us and chat? When we go off the air, we stay together and we talk and maybe they can get some information from you. Uh, maybe uh, they, you can give them, tell them more about what you do, the deliverance. Can you stay with us for a few mo moments and chat? Yes. Uh, okay. Before we go, something more important than portals is I want to get back on how do other than, I know deliverance, I, I, I understand that. But let's say someone is dealing with addiction, okay? So I, I want to try to land the plane here, Robert, so people listening to us can really have something to walk away with. They're addicted to something. Um, they have fear. They have anxiety. We wake up. We're running into these mountains all the time, okay? How can a person that's running into these walls with addiction, with anxiety, with fear, What's the first thing they can do? You know, the first thing they need to do is to close the door. But they have opened the door. See, I'll give you uh, five doors. That there are the main doors for demons to come in. Witchcraft, uh, drugs, alcohol and drugs, uh, living a promiscuous life, 
uh, dabbling into uh, into witchcraft, any type of witchcraft. Um, I, I forgot the other one right now, but I just want to make it quick. Uh, when you have opened the door to all that, demons are not going to leave just because you repent. See, that's the idea of church. Demons will not leave just because you repent. You repent so that God can forgive you and he will. But right. you just have to cast them out. And that's why you see you go to church and you see so many people oppressed. And mm -hmm. there's here people, but they're just still bound. You mm -hmm. need to go through deliverance. You close the door, but you're going to have to either do self-deliverance or look for somebody to pray for you for deliverance. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's that's very good. So once again, the door is something we open, but just like Robert experienced that pain in his back, that was a portal that was used from witchcraft to Robert. So it's it's when a witch demon comes to the person, that that's a portal that's driven by that. But we as humans open the doors to these demons. And so it's kind of like a, a two-way street. Uh, Robert, um, stay with us on chat. I really appreciate you, brother, and your ministry. And I'm so happy to have you on Friday night uh, as pleasure. part of our get together. It's a pleasure. All right. God bless you. Uh, Brother Robert, stick around with us. We're going to have a little chat uh, here in chat. Uh, guys, listen, and girls, I appreciate you all. And I want to say, give a shout out to Roku and Amazon uh, and Apple and tell you guys how much we love you and we appreciate you. Maybe we don't can't connect with you because you're watching television. It doesn't matter. You're still part of the family. Okay. If you'd like to have prayer, David at davidhevener.com. TV, put in the subject line, I need prayer. We, I personally will pray for you. Our prayer warriors will pray for you. If you'd like to support this ministry, you can do it. So in a couple of ways, just go to davidhevener.tv forward slash give, or you can call 844-806-0006, or you can go to lastevangelist.com and you can donate to episode two of Last Evangelist. I love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Remember, you never really lived. He found someone worth dying for. That's Christ Jesus.